With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It is your host, Cass, and we want to welcome you to another wonderful NFL Sunday. We have Mike and Michael on the line as we continue to talk about the wonderful NFC North. And, yes, ladies and gentlemen, our division in just one week has completely heated up. So we've got a lot to talk about, and we still have a team that's in first place fighting to stay in first place. So good morning, guys. What's going on? Good morning. I'm up here trying to survive three days of the itis. Oh, you. <laughs> I'm just surviving the fact that I cooked for people to have three days of itis. I cooked for two days. I'm glad everyone enjoyed it. So, yay me. Thank you. Uh, weird. We definitely appreciate what you did for us. I, like we told you, it was gone that day. That just yeah, was out of here. Special. That was the bomb. Well, mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, happy former Turkey Day to all. I hope you enjoy not only your holiday, but all of the games that we had the pleasure of watching. And the NFC North was deep and and just bringing it on Turkey Day. So we are going to kick it off with a team that has been on the top of our radar for the last month. We have been talking about the Lions, opening the show about the Lions for the last four weeks. We wanted to know initially what the Lions needed in order to make changes to stop the horrible downward spiral they were on. Then we go from there to, okay, Martha Ford, she steps out like, this is a travesty. Like, what are you guys doing to us and the fans? Let's make some changes. Heads start to roll, positions start to change, and the Lions actually come alive. They've come alive to a point where they've won three straight, which now, has sparked a whole new race for first place and will end up last place in the NFC North. So, Mike, since you found this game absolutely hilarious on Turkey Day, I'm going to let you take it away with your thoughts about the Eagles and the Lions matchup and that blowout score. Oh, my God. 45 to 14, was that what it was? That yes, it. that's what it was. Um, I think the first thing we all must discuss in my professor voice is you don't single cover Megatron under any circumstance unless you have people on your team named uh, Darrell Revis, Patrick Peterson, or maybe even Richard Sherman. 
And I'll even uh, go one step further and throw in Peanut Tillman from five years ago. <laughs> but, but you do not baptize anybody else with single coverage. And furthermore, not just single coverage, but single coverage with a rookie. Megatron looked across from himself, said, seriously? And Matt Stafford looked over there and said, oh, thank you. Um, as thank yous were thrown all over the place and single coverage footballs in the red zone um, before the game was over with, Megatron had three touchdowns. And that was just three of the touchdowns. And furthermore, um, little radicals, that I played against in fantasy football, you got 35 fantasy points just from Matt Stafford thrown for five touchdowns. He That was just not five touchdowns in the game. There were five touchdowns thrown for. Hmm. Oh, and coming into the game, let me also add, Detroit had the worst running attack in the NFL. The worst. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Um, After that game, if you watched that game, you had never watched a game of football all season. Watching Detroit, you would have thought you were watching the Patriots. Well, that is Chip Kelly's. um, Those are Chip Kelly's Eagles. And so far, Chip Kelly's Eagles have sounded like this. But so, you don't you don't baptize a rookie like that. They did, Calvin though. Johnson baptized hey. him. And had no problem with it. Like, oh, okay. Really? Are we really shocked at are we really shocked at that considering we've watched what Chip Kelly has done with his team? No. It's not shocking. It's not shocking. It's not shocking if it were a team that wasn't one in seven a few weeks ago. It was. It, we have to. We have to be honest with ourselves. Yes, Detroit is playing good, and yes, Chip Kelly's Eagles are playing bad. But had had Carolina done that to him, had the Cardinals done that to him, had I'll say the Patriots done that to him, or had even the Cincinnati Bengals done that to him, we wouldn't have been shocked. But part well, of the yes, shock is that it was Detroit. That's part of the shock. Now, although Detroit is now four and what six or four and seven, four and it doesn't seven. look at, yeah they're four and seven. It it, it Chip Kelly needs to go. Yes, and Michael, what is your take on this lovely Turkey Day blowout? Uh, I I thought it was funny. Oh, oh. wow, <laughs> stunning! What? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't think I didn't even have to watch the rest of the game. You already saw it in the but this is first. You did. It was, you know, I mean, Philly was horrible, but they look, you know, it's what do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, but like, I'm I sorry. The shock, the shock factor is who did it. You know, yeah, that's, that's what Mike it. was saying. You know, so but so, so. now with them going into and we can segue this into our next game in a little bit. You know, the next opponent being Green Bay, are the, would they be able to do the same thing? 
that's going to be a totally different story because even though I do not, you know, think so. You don't I, think I don't so? think so. I think I'll think I think it'll be a good game, but the Packers are very streaky. Yes, we've everyone's gotten off the Packers high horse. The Packers have been exposed. They're playing through a lot Packers of injuries. Fans. Yeah, they're playing through a lot of injuries. They're like the Dallas fans um, right now. We figured out a way to shut down the ball, the the, the, the Rogers Jones connection. But then again, Eddie Lacy and you know Starks have come alive, so their run game is coming back, and their passing game is, is suffering. But you still, the Packers are really streaky right now, and you don't. The best thing yeah. the Packers to do is what we saw last week against the Vikings. The Vikings defeated themselves. I don't know what the Vikings went out there and did. I think they drank like six cans of Monster each and just went on the field and was like, ah. And so the Packers was like, okay, if you want to defeat yourself, we're just going to win the game because whatever y'all okay. I'm not sure. But I think the Lions are going to give them a good game. Yeah, and we can talk further about this in, in the next segment, but I'm not sure that the and Eddie Lacy and uh and Stark's uh running game came alive. They they were alive because of who they played and how horrible their run defense was. This is, is no so, no, mm. this is the second week for Eddie. This is the second week for Eddie Lacy. Eddie Lacy also looked good against the Vikings, so He's starting to come back. He's shaking off what all of these commentators and analysts have called extra fat and, and all these other additives and preservatives they put into why his season didn't start off as explosive. Like you said, I was hurt a little bit. I was hurt a little bit. I'm, I'm getting it together. It's still, it's still time left in the season. And he did not look bad against the Vikings. He definitely did not look bad even against the Bears. He was hard to shut down. You know, so and and when and he when, may, he, I think when he, they did I think start to stop him, they put stars in. Shape. He played himself Whatever into shape. Whatever he did, that's what I think. welcome he, back to the You know, that, I mean, sometimes you have to do that because certain certain injuries, depending on what they are, you have to get out there and just play on it. You know, even in the healing process, mm-hmm. say, you know, like like with your like with ankles. You know, I had bad ankles pretty much my entire career. Started off in sophomore year, and after that they got better, and then I got to college and sprained both of them. But, you know, the, after you get back to the point to where you can apply pressure and cut like you normally, normally do, Bam. you still have to go through the process of getting into game mode. And that's a t- because practicing game is two totally different speeds. Totally different speeds. You full speed in practice. But that game speed, that's, man, that's just otherworldly stuff, you know, even on the college level. So imagine these guys doing that every day, and they have to do that. So, you know, it's it's feasible that he worked himself back in the shape. He didn't look bad. You know, he's, he's, well, he's comparatively speaking. <laughs> comparatively speaking, how he did, you know. You know, he's not looking back bad. Back to the Lions probably, game. Yeah, let's get back to that. Back to the Lions <laughs> game, though. If we look at the – if we look at the the overall divisions records, you have the Lions at four and seven, the Bears at five and six, the Packers at seven and five, and seven and uh, oh seven and four. four. Okay, the Packers are seven, yeah, seven, seven and four. Yeah, you're yeah. right, seven and four. Seven and four. The Packers are seven and four, and the the Vikings are at seven and three until the game starts. It's in the playoff hunt. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. It, yeah, it, they got a ball. It's, 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 it's wide open, vision, ladies and gentlemen. 
Who would have thought <laughs> and that? It's not, now, let's keep it real. Wait a minute. We're not wide open in a division. Yes, we are, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, we are, because no, no, we no, don't no. know who's going to win what. Yes, we are. I, I, I think there's a two-team race for first. But the other two teams, mm-hmm. have, because of how the rest of the conference is doing, the other two teams have a chance at the wild cards position. Right. I think that they. I think they could move. I I see one team that could end up in second place, giving the first place team a yeah. hell of a run for their money. The bottom two teams could fight for second. I I still think it's only a two team race for first. I don't. I don't. I, I feel like this division is honestly wide open right now because the Packers are hurt. They're hurt. They're hurt. And we're going to get to them in a minute when we talk Packers-Bears. They're hurt. Teddy Bridgewater is blind. The the, the Detroit Lions <laughs> are motivated. And and the Bears are like, what what do we have to do? Like, what are we, we going to do what we have to do? So you, you don't know. This division is wide open. Yeah, man. People are playing. It's, it's, that, it's like I said, this is the favorite part of the season to me, you know, because it's getting down to the wire. And the play <laughs> level has to be getting better. If, you know, if he's not getting better by now going into this phase of the season, then, you know, you're going to suck. It's just going to be over for you. Like Dallas. You are. And then that. you got Matt Stafford. You got Matt Stafford. And we talked about it earlier. We got Matt Stafford, who got a new offensive coordinator. And with that new offensive coordinator, lately this is what Matt Stafford Can you do this for me every single game? Can you do this? Coach, not only will I do it for you, I, 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 I yes, yes, I'll do it for you. And what's been happening? <laughs> yes, Matt Stafford, baby. Bobby Boucher is the play caller now? <laughs> yeah. But you know, I mean, I mean they already you know, got Jim Bob Cooter. Why not put Bobby Boucher? I mean, you know. Jim Bob Cooter is probably the most country name I've ever heard said on national television. Jim Bob, Jim Bob Cooter. It's working. It's working. So congratulations, the Lions most and your country name. Literally, he hadn't had a coordinator position up this far because they couldn't imagine saying his name. Like, no, we can't have an, an offensive coordinator <laughs> named Bob Cooter. Let's keep it. Now they do. Let's, let's look at this. It's, like, it's the Cooter Coach effect. name. <laughs> the Jim. Let, you know what? That's, that's it. I'm just going to tell other teams. Go go find, like, Joe Bob Anglia, you know, Redneck Henry, so I don't know. Like, something. This is like working. It's all in the name. All in the name. I mean, if you look at the uh, all OCs in the NFL, none of them have normal names. But Jim Bob Cooper. I don't know what a normal name is. Mary? Joseph? Beth? I, I mean, well, that is debatable. What? You know, a name is a name. You can't help the name you're giving. Somebody else gives it I to mean, because with the exception, Jim and all of that, bring it together, Jim Bob Cooter. And the Jim Bob Cooter effect. In Detroit, yes. So congratulations. <laughs> the 45 to 15 blowout over the Philadelphia 
Eagles, and unfortunately, this is Chip Kelly's. Um, they're not liking that man there at all. I, and fans have said that they already have his bags packed. So we'll see in the offseason exactly what college Chip Kelly goes to. Uh, there's, one more, there's one more thing I need to say about Chip Kelly. A lot of people, there's some people that want a rah-rah coach and some people want a, want a relaxed coach, okay? Uh, and the Bears for years had a a quote-unquote relaxed coach in Lovey Smith. And I understand when he says, I don't need to go yell at these people, these are grown men. But one of the problems I have with Chip Kelly, every once in a while Lovey Smith showed that he has some reaction in his system. Chip Kelly is losing and looking like he doesn't care that he loses. The look on his face. Man, I think that's care. the problem that the fan the fans have with him. They don't feel like he cares. Okay, so what? It, so if but if what, he looks like he cared, and they still were losing, like what would that mean? If, if he was on, if he would be mostly like fully mostly invested in like, hopping around and jumping up, like oh my god, uh, you don't you don't have like to be that, yelling that make him feel better. You don't well, have to be yelling and screaming. But one of the things, for example, and it's 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 uh it's partially his fault because one of the things that I used to hate about uh Aunt Jerry Angelo with the Bears is he used to sit on his laurels once the season started and and didn't feel like he was juggling juggling other players on the team and bringing people in for practice and trying to t- tinker with tinker with everything that we needed help and. Uh, although Phil Emery didn't work out, he still always looked like he was tinkering. And then the current uh, the current GM is always tinkering. One of the things that if you're not going to be rah-rah, but you also have GM duties in Philly, tinker. And he doesn't even feel like he has to tinker with what he has out there. The season started, and okay, my, my GM duties are over with, it feels like. And I guess that's a, that's another way he could show that it it matters without yelling and screaming. He's just out there like, okay, I did my job. This ain't working. I've told these grown men what to do. They're not doing it. And oh well, we gotta win. Yeah, I know we gotta win. So we're gonna try to win. And that's all it all well, it seems like he's doing. Well, I think he's just trying to work. <clears throat> He put those players in place because he had an idea that these are the players that I need to execute what I want executed. And he won't well, give up. You, you know how you have some stubborn people that that's just it. I wanted this to work. Right, and no matter and how I, many times it's proving that it doesn't work, he just won't let that go. Like, no, I know these players. I've seen their film. I've seen their stats. This will work. Well, it's, coach it's not. GM, coach G, a coach. Chip Kelly gets to do that, but GM Chip Kelly is never supposed to do that, and that's how I feel the difference between a GM and a coach is. A coach is supposed to take what's given to him and try to make it work. A GM is supposed to take the attitude that it's never perfect, even when you got a seventeen and I I mean sixteen and nineteen. Even when you have a team that hasn't lost, a GM's supposed to take the attitude that I I can still do better, and and I and I feel like GM Chip Kelly has so much more homework to do. He does. 
I mean, we we know this. She does. Well, I mean, but, it's apparent. It's so not then, like, you know, right now it's not, it's, it's you know, it, it, they are where they are at this moment. You know, and how they deal with it going forward is going to be, you know, be what is going to be saying. You know, so with that, why don't we go on to the next game and hop right into, we're going to do, do we want to touch on the Cowboys? The, the Bears Packers? are, uh, the Bears have invaded. They invaded Lambeau Field, and they did something that probably made I got like, a pause for the a happiest. The f- <laughs> that was so funny for for y'all fans that didn't catch it. And Mike tried to ask, "Are we going to touch on the 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 Cowboys Panthers game?" The reaction in in Cass's voice was like, "Please, don't like bring that game up." <laughs> He's like, like "We're no we're serious, <laughs> skipping over that." <laughs> Worth the energy. <laughs> it's, just, it's just not. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's just really wasn't. It. Oh, God. Can I just say one thing? And then we can leave it alone. That's all I got to say. When Tony Romo got hurt, I, all I was like, I, I was saying to kids, I said, again. <laughs> He, he was like not real. ready to be back out there. That, no, he wasn't. Come on. Mike. This idiot, huh? Yeah. I called Cass when it happened. Guess what my three starting quarterbacks for fantasy football have been this season? Yeah, it's been bad. My starting quarterbacks have been Andrew Luck, Peyton Ooh. Manning. Ooh. And Tony and Romo. Tony Romo. But see, and I dropped Tony Romo as soon as he got hurt the first time. I was like, you're not I benched him. I benched him. I didn't drop him in one of my leagues. No, I benched I, him because I was like, they're going to try to make him come back. Yeah, I, I picked up Tony him. Romo. I, I picked up Tony him. Romo like, to replace. I picked him up to replace Peyton Manning. So, teams can blame me. I'm the bad luck charm for – I, no, I, I don't. You know, you it's, know. Not, it's not that it's no. not that it was bad luck on your part. It was what he it came have down to. If he shouldn't he have been out there, he wasn't ready, man. You know, mm. as bad as they want to, as bad as they want to win and get back in the throw games, it was not going to happen. It was just they bad weren't going to beat the Panthers anyway. And that's just no, like no. the meme I put up that day. Like, and 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 I retweeted another meme, and so me and another person were kind of on the same page with the whole Dez Bryant. Like, hey, Tony Romo, um, I see you talking to me, but I can't quite catch that. Yeah, they had like some <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater, Mike Wallace effect going on. Like, Dez was just—it wasn't—it wasn't gonna happen. Oh God, that's funny. You know, it just—it just was—it wasn't gonna happen, and so. It wasn't. They were not going to beat Carolina. They weren't going to beat Carolina if you gave the whole team a bunch of bats. So yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Back to the Bears like, game, but I had, I had to stop at that level at the way she tried to jump over that. <laughs> yeah, I had I to stop at that. I was like, boop, hurdle right over that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> made for a great color rush game. It made for a great color rush game. Probably some of the best yeah, color yeah. rush uniforms we've seen so far. <laughs> yeah, it did. No, see, no, I, and I had a conversation with you about this. The color rush games have not been bad. Colors for each oh, team. It's been it's been bad it's been bad combinations. It's been bad combinations. Mario and Luigi wasn't working for me. 
Dude, and, see, Mark, right. had they played us, game, like for example, had the Bills played had the Bills played the Panthers, and the and the Jets played. I mean, and the Jets played the Cowboys. It wouldn't have looked as bad. It would not have looked as bad. Red, what the what the, just the people what, on the field? Because both teams, you just met, yeah, the score would have like it. Oh, oh gosh! The so Panthers sweet. versus the oh, Bills, wow. but that's a different story. Okay, so now, now let's get to the Packers <laughs> and the Bears. Y'all crazy? And back to the Bears. Uh, yes, that invaded. They invade. I can't even say that was a matchup. I can't say they went to Lambeau. So I can't use any of. The the usual terms that we would use in life of journalism, they invaded and they took over. Man, Field. they played very well. I, I very felt happy. like I felt like Jay Cutler out Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, because the bad weather effect in that game is usually with Aaron Rodgers win. Jay Cutler short passed his way around, avoided avoided the mess out of sacks. Because just when he was about to get grabbed is when he would release hey. the ball. I'm gonna say I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something else when it comes to Jay Cutler. I don't know what what what's been going on, but I think they need to let Jay Cutler take the bus to every game because he keeps the bus because, <laughs> <laughs> because of his daughter being bored. The team was gone. He took the bus up there. And whatever was on this bus, y'all go get that bus and take it to the next game because Jay Cutler came out and played stellar. And, oh, my God, this hurts my little pinky fingers to say this. Stellar football. So go get – where is this – what bus was he on? What's the bus number? That wasn't, hey. bus, that wasn't a Greyhound. I know they that. Probably gave, he might have been on a nice little charter bus where he could sit back and relax right. and sleep and – it was just him with by himself. himself. You know, he, he had you know, that bus. He, he probably meditated and, you know, drank right. with, um, ginseng. Got acupuncture <laughs> and, you know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because we all know it's not like a, it's, it's not a, you know, it's a nice little long ride up there. It's not short. So he was he not on the mega bus. bus. I guarantee no, he wasn't that. a mega bus or a Greyhound, not at all. He was, <laughs> they spent more than they spent more than eleven dollars and forty six cents for him to get there. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> man? <laughs> well, add that to the fact he had leg room. We a mega bus or a Greyhound bus? You don't have leg room. You <laughs> uh, better get that table. Uh, you know, too. <laughs> put your head that. down. Oh, you who are listening to the show that have never, ever, you have no idea what the Megabus is or have never been on the Megabus, it's like the economic version of being on a Greyhound, the really, like, super economy version. Like, literally, there are buses that are 8 to $10 between cities and states. It's AirTran meets Southwest meets JetBlue, but for the bus. That's my up, but that's all one airline now. Yes, it is. It is. Really? Well, Southwest won't be sponsoring any tickets for us to go anywhere after this show. Yeah, you're not going. <laughs> well, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, but, but, I 
they're the cheapest ticket, but they still comfortable. Who's yeah. the cheapest ticket? No, I, no, I will say. I'm Who's the cheapest ticket? Southwest, Southwest is the cheapest is ticket. Oh, no, no, they're not. No, they're not the cheapest ticket. No, no, no. No, they are not. Not the cheapest. No, they're not. No, no, they're not. They're not. American sometimes. We we can go down all day on aviation employees. They are not. Trust it me. is not 1989 Trust anymore. Not it is anymore. not. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore, baby. <laughs> the flight was. They, they still changed. hopping on. You don't have to pay for bags. If I did, I couldn't afford this whole trip. Like, what the? the, the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. This is not a bash against Southwest people. This is no, just it's not. Everybody. It's not. You know? It's, it's, it's really not a bad thing at all. They probably only have like 26 want to get away there. It's like one to each city. Oh, you missed it. Right. You're right. <laughs> exactly. That's, or is it, or is it the time that you really don't want to fly? Like, is it the early in the morning or late at night? So if you got to be home in the evening, you got to get up early in the morning. It's like, wow, bro, that's, that's those are my choices. Wow. Put your bags with me. That's what Right. <laughs> So back to the Bears game, and again, whatever is on this bus, he needs to get back on the bus because Jay Cutler he came out um, swinging, and he actually, at the end of the game, I knew that co-host Mike would be very happy that he got this win in Lambeau because that's something that's Jay Cutler hadn't had before. Wow. Right. And he hadn't had before. He's won against the Packers, but he had never won in Lambeau. In Lambeau. Right. That was his first game. And neither had John Fox. Right. It was for the Colts. It was for the Colts. It was. Maybe our changes on the horizon is the question now in Chicago. With uh, you know, we got with five games left, and they could they end up possibly ten and six. Is that possible? I, I I see a nine and seven. I don't see a ten and six. Who are you? And that's a lot because that's a lot because when the season started, I was hard pressed to believe the Bears would win more than two or three. I well, was looking at are, who were the Bears going to draft. We've got to watch. I was looking at who were the Bears going to draft. Right. Yeah. more injury True. cases as we get later and your, your body starts to get tired. And you, the only thing that you are working with at that point is adrenaline because strength is out the window. Mm-hmm. And then for some teams, things are coming together, like the the, the ground game for the Packers. And, and, and not to take away from the Packers, the Packers did put up a good fight. It wasn't like it was a like blowout. They put up a good fight, considering exactly. James Jones got shut down. Randall Cobb definitely got shut down. Um, Man, they got the ground game you, going. I it just wasn't enough. <laughs> you say, kudos Michael? to the defensive backs of the, of the Bears. They were on it. Oh, they, they were on it, man. They came to um, play for the first time all season. Yeah, I was really Porter, impressed with Porter has proven to be the number one cornerback. Yes, he has. Our safeties came up in the box. Oh, wow. I could not believe man. how well our safeties it, played. It, even Fuller did well. 
He improved a Fuller lot. Fuller has been doing well the last two or three games. Yeah, yeah, he has. He's improved that, a lot. The problem that I have with Fuller is it's basically the same problem most Chicago fans have with Jay Cutler. Fuller gives up, messes up one or two big plays per game that could be a deciding play. Jay Cutler usually has a deciding interception or a deciding fumble, and that's the way I see uh, Fuller. He gives up one big play or misses one big tackle per game. He didn't have that big missed tackle or that big missed uh, that big big missed uh, play in the last two games. It felt like. No, he did well the last couple games. And so he, he even, had, though, even, he, even he, in the loss against the Broncos, he did. Well. You know, was it? Yeah, I was impressed. Hey. I was like, okay, he, he's starting the ball now. But a lot of that, what you know, I, I contribute. I, a lot of that, I contribute to having Porter on the team. You know, back out there because now he has somebody who can work with him. The Spurs got some great cover skills, man. He had a lot of knockdowns. Another thing that I, another thing that I would add to it on the on the secondary side is the Bears front seven are getting time for sacks because some of these sacks are turning out to be less about how great the front seven was and more about the secondary allowing. Yeah. Because the coverage is helping out. And that's the one thing about it. If it's, once the coverage is there, and you can't, and the quarterback doesn't have anybody to throw to, he doesn't have, you take away all of his options. He'd have to run the ball, or he has to find a receiver, uh, uh, running back to dump it off to. Those are the only two had, choices at that point. If well, it hadn't been for point, Aaron Rodgers' um, scrambling skills, uh, Aaron Rodgers would have been on the ground all game because one of man. the things that was so great, great is even when the Bears weren't sacking him, they were hitting him. They were hitting him everywhere. Oh, he was good. I see. Oh, he, and, and, and with everything that you guys are saying, and Aaron Rodgers, kudos to you. I know that will not come out of any people's mouths because the Packers aren't in, in the Midwest the most loved team. But to play and you had shoulder pain. You you had limited practice all week. You had a lot of shoulder pain. Um, then to follow your funny bone, and while that doesn't seem like much, anyone who's ever hit their funny bone, it will take you out of commission for about three minutes. You will just be yeah, in some man, weird so, position so trying to figure about. out, like, why is this even called <laughs> a funny bone? Like, there's nothing funny happening here. And then you still didn't have feeling in your hand, and you would not allow yourself to be taken out of the game. It did cause a few rushed passes toward the end of the game. Because had those passes not been rushed with, with the millions of chances they got to score, the score would have ended up differently. But, you know, thankfully, he was definitely a trooper. And they're playing injured. So to play injured and you your score was still 17 to 13. And it's, and it's been this way with the exception of the Broncos game. The Packers have been right there with with everyone. So they've been a little streaky, but they've got to right. pull it together. And I think their injuries have what's, are what's killing them, or they would honestly still it's be in the number on one them. spot. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's what's fine. killing them. And, now, and, and the scary part with that is the reason that I say that this division is wide open is when you see who the Bears have left to play. I mean, you're talking the Redskins, you're talking San Francisco, um, I can't rule out the Lions. The Lions is their last game, and they still have to go to Minnesota. They still have another game they're, against they're, the Vikings. And then they, yeah. and then they still have yeah, to play that's, that's what I'm saying. They still have to go to Minnesota. Um, no, I don't know how that's going to end up. But then when you look at who Minnesota and the Packers have left to play, like the, both of those teams have to come with it, or they won't be one and two. I mean, we're looking mm-hmm. like the Vikings are in Atlanta today, so this is a must win because then you see Seattle. 
You know, they've got the Giants well, the to Bears, play. They've got they've got uh, Arizona to play. So the Bears, uh, part of the, the Bears, the heart of the Bears schedule was front loaded. Yeah, uh, right. the, so that's because what I'm the first saying five, that this is this is wide this is a wide open division. This this is this is a wide open this is wide open. I mean the the games that people expected the Bears to lose were were the early games of the season. Like they played Arizona, they played Seattle early in the season. They expected them to lose those games. Now the games that they're expected to win, they have a chance to actually put together a string of games. And a few weeks ago, it sounded funny coming out of my mouth that the Bears were going to go on a win streak and that the Packers were going to go on a losing streak. And it's virtually coming to fruition. Now, now yes, the that streak where they – Beat the Vikings and the Bears had a break in their streak, and when they lost to, where they lost to uh, the Broncos, but Broncos. it seems like a, uh, a level of winning is is happening for the Bears, and a level of losing seems to be happening for the Packers. And every and it's not because they're all of a sudden good teams versus bad teams, but things are coming together. The Packers, the Packers' injuries are finally coming coming uh, back to hurt them, and the Bears finally have figured out what works right for them because has figured out the moments in the Bears game when it's time to go for a big play. And he has figured out in the moments in the game when it's just, he can he can do like a fishing line and rein Jay Cutler in, like, no, we're going to go for a short play here. And I love how Jay Cutler does not just go for one player on the field. Now, one of the best things is it might be the silver lining might have been Alshon Jeffrey's injury, and I said the S, and I usually get on people for that. The injury that Alshon Jeffrey had uh, may have been a good thing in that Jay Culler has discovered who else he can throw the ball to, except my favorite new player is Langford. Stop trying to throw the ball to Langford. Langford has hands of stone. He can't catch the ball for nothing. Oh, wow. <laughs> he can run. Not Matt Forte on the reception side. He is not Matt Forte. He but now, here, now here's the funny thing, you know, when that you mentioned that because the commentators were giving him credit for being a good receiver. I was just about yeah. to say that. Yeah. They may have been giving him uh they they don't watch him every week. He, he has dropped too many they passes. They do watch him every what? <laughs> <laughs> How can you make that statement? You know, I'm not going to lie. I retract my question. Let's not even go into it. Don't even explain it. It's okay, kid. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's because when you say he's a good receiver out of the backfield, I'm used to looking at Matt Forte, and he might be the backfield, but I'm used to Matt Forte having great soft hands and can catch a ball. He has dropped too many balls out of the backfield for me, Well, uh, but he's well, a great runner. And, and, I, and I understand, and trust me, I understand that because I was a back who couldn't catch. 
<laughs> I'm not even gonna lie to you. Um, but the dis- I, I admit it. You can you can ask some. You could ask Kevin last week when he was on the show. He know, boy, I could not do it. It was not happening. But the difference is when I left high school and went off to college at UNLV, my, they put me. They recruited me as an athlete, and the first position they put me at, and guess what? Wide receiver. They was gonna put you put you as a uh, flanker or split end. They put me out there as a wide receiver. Yeah, as a, exactly. So they put me at wide receiver, but they taught me how to catch. So it's just a matter of if he doesn't have that skill, he needs to he needs to take a break from working with the running back coach, go work with the wide receivers, and, work, and learn how to catch the dog on football. That's, that's it's really it's that, it's that simple of a fix, you know. Or he needs glasses like Teddy Bridgewater. Oh my goodness! Not the next conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Can, can we just take a stab at uh, our, our co-host uh, team? Can we just take a minor jab, Mike? <laughs> no, what? She agrees. I'm the one who. Nah, I, I, I she's, sure. been, she's been she's been a few of me ever, ever since. I'm telling you, that boy needs glasses. I know what somebody can see. <laughs> That's why he's like. Are you speaking like, from oh, experience, man? Because the way you huh? just said that, like you're speaking from experience. Are you speaking I from am. experience, man? Yes, I am. <laughs> I do. I'm telling you. I'm you said you, I can tell when somebody needs glasses. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he can't see. It's just, I, you know, he don't have eyeswallers type from. Um, from the Broncos, dude, six eight. He he's like he's throwing the ball down. Hey, he's man. Hey, man. He's like a freaking major at quarterback. Just like God. When people talk about chopping Osweiler down, they really mean we need to chop yeah. this dude down. Dude. <laughs> we need to imagine? chop this dude down. I mean, you imagine like he's six eight, right? But he's stopping. He, he looks like he needs to be playing volleyball and basketball. <laughs> Because he did play basketball. Yeah, he did. He made the decision to like play this football thing. You look at him and like, dude, don't you need to be out there playing volleyball, basketball, dude. something else? It was just, it was it, like, you know, I mean, hey, he dismembered us for the game, but I'm just saying. It is. It's a problem when it's a problem when Hall of Famer Randy Johnson would have to look up at him. See, well, he was coming. <laughs> Oh, He's a tall dude. Can you match him back like five three looking at him like God? MJD if MJD was on the same team as him trying to hand him the ball. You know how coaches go look at the combine and say we want someone a minimum of this height or a minimum. They would have to they would have to draft quarterbacks that have to be a minimum of six two just to be on the team with him. Thank <laughs> you, ball though. But you know, yeah, like, he, you know, back to the game. As far as like you know, when it came down to the Bears game, I was very happy on all sides. There wasn't a lot of... The, the, the <laughs> defense, the defense did it for us. The defense, the defense, they, they, they really I'm, I'm, you got this, 
Yeah, the defense did it for the Bears. They just wouldn't. They really they, they, did. They stopped a lot of a lot of goal by plays. They 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 shut them down. They shut them down. Uh, the other thing that I didn't like was, uh, did you hear them talking about the Bears' defense has has a team that has no names on them? Like, are you serious? Yeah, <laughs> no names. I was, I was like, <laughs> I was like, are like, you serious? Pernell McPhee cold, has dude. a name. Pernell yeah, McPhee were... has a name. Willie Young has a name. And they, uh, they called him a no name defense. I'm like, that was kind of that was wrong, man. And that was kind of, and <laughs> even Tracy Ford, that was just so wrong. He got to the Bears. <laughs> was was like, seriously? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, the Bears. Did say that? Like, uh, uh, then, uh, right after that, Tracy right. Ford made the great win. He was like, oh, he said, hey, no. Tracy Ford, there's a name. I was like, wow. <laughs> Up at the end of the game, like, look, you, you know they was cloudy, just... dude. They know he knew what he said. That's why he was laughing about it. Chris Collinsworth was—I swear he—he was—he was Twitter trolling without having to be on Twitter. Because <laughs> good God, know, yeah. Those, in the words of a person from Chicago, a lot of sneak dissing went on. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was watching the game, like, did he just say, "Oh well, okay." Man, wow, they got dude. their Twitter trolls. Like, really? But you know, like you know, the, the fumble that uh, Krasinski had—that was a great play. That you know was a major turnover, turning point in the game for them. You know, so like Bears, like you said, the safeties and the defensive backs and everybody all together just didn't—they all showed up. Eddie Lacy's, Eddie Lacy may have figured out how to run straight. Forward and have his and played into shape, but he hasn't remembered how to hold on to the ball. Thank goodness. Yeah, no. he well, that was yeah, one no. fumble. Come on, that and that was a cost. No, 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 no. no. Was he was, he's, he's been fumble prone his whole career, and as a matter of fact, a few weeks ago when they made the con- when they made the conscious decision to make uh, the feature back James Starks as opposed to Eddie Lacy, it was because of a fumble. And even it in really this was. game, even yeah, in he's this game, before he came back in. It, Said, no, come standing over here next to me. And they put James Starks in for the next few series. Later yeah. on, they brought him back, but they, they brought him back, yeah. They over here. You're going to have to stand over here for a while and watch yeah, how they, to they hold did, on to the ball. They, they did the whole one play you must. We're going to give you, son, come here. We're going to give you the opportunity. We're going to let you go out there and, if, you know, and if you could produce and we'll leave you in. But if you fumble that ball, son, you're coming out. He fumbled that ball and he came right on out. They yeah. didn't let it's him like, play you know, for like you know, three, I mean, four series after that. that. That's, that's the one thing I will give the Packers. Like the Packers make some amazing adjustments. Um, a lot of teams try to wait, like, okay, it was a bad pass, number one, two, three, four. Dom Capers, Mike McCarthy, I like, you threw the what? Okay, come on, sit down, son. All right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The only person in that game. It's not going to happen. The only person that does not get the quick hook is uh is Aaron Rodgers. Aaron everybody Rodgers. else, there's a quick hook. There's a that's quick it. hook for everybody else. Yeah, well, he's the quarterback, man. He's leading the team. So, you know, if, he's doing, if everybody else is doing your good. job and you got that one cog in the wheel that's like, ah, you know, that's broken it or just defective at the moment, you got to pull that out and be like, all right, man, we got to put somebody in so we can fix you because your head ain't here. You know what I mean? <laughs> We paying you all this money to hold on the ball, and you go out there and turn it over, and just major turn it for you. Need to sit outside. <laughs> go over there and think about it. 
So to me, <laughs> while that was a great win for the Bears, it, it put the Bears in a totally different position in the conference. And it was a must-win, in a sense, for the Packers, because the Packers have a pretty up-and-down schedule. The Vikings have an awful schedule um, beyond today. Um, they do. The, the Vikings really, they, they, they do. I mean, they've got to go up against Body the Packers again. They've got the, the Bears again. They've got the, they've got the Seattle Seahawks. Well, yeah. Seattle's Nobody's they've respecting the Falcons Giants. anymore. No, the Falcons are just... The Falcons, to me, are that team that's just like, you know what, we are just going to give up until the draft. Yeah, like, your, your, your boy Matty Ice can't done. pull him out of it. Your boy Matty Ice can't pull him out of it. It wouldn't even make sense for Matty Ice to pull him out of it. What would they get? They would lose a higher <laughs> draft pick position. Just just go play ball. Like, just 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 do this for the off season. Nah, who? Yeah, I mean, just let it go. Yeah, they... But you know, I mean, they, we don't have to do a series like called the fight for the bottom. <laughs> I, I I do. I think I think we do between Cleveland, between Cleveland, Tennessee, San Diego, Dallas. Well, Cleveland wasn't fighting to be at the bottom. Well, Dallas. No, they, they're just they're just there. They can't you know. <laughs> yeah, it's not Cleveland's fault. What's going on with no. them? That's yeah. Yeah, they they're they trying have, to play they, football. Yeah, but it's have, the people in charge them. of them that do weird things. So Cleveland's trying to play football. Cleveland didn't go out there like we're going to be at the bottom. Cleveland was like, y'all see what we see? <laughs> okay, but <laughs> Dallas, um, the Redskins fought their way off the bottom. Yeah. So you know, yeah, Dallas, whatever's happening in Tennessee, Jacksonville, Forty Nine. now wants to play. I mean, it's Ooh, real Tampa interesting. Bay. That. <laughs> Tampa Bay is playing now. Well, I figured Tampa Bay would come around, and that's what Lovey asked. He says, let me put it together. And that made sense to me from Lovey because Lovey had to come in last season and clean house. So when you clean house like that, and it wasn't a bad clean house, he was filling the spots. He was getting some youth in there, mixing it with some veterans, so that when I get cut these veterans next year, you guys will have an idea and you guys will have the chemistry. And because Lovey believes in them and he got the fans to believe, the fan base to believe in that team again, they were like, okay, we'll come out and support. And you can just see, you, and you even see the hunger in Jameis Winston's eyes. So Jameis is like, I'm not giving up until that fat lady sings. Guys, we can do this. And for him to be the well, rookie, his leadership oh, yeah. has been amazing. Yeah. Lovey Smith, uh, Smith and that GM combination down there is the anti-Chip Shelley. Lovey Smith understands we need vets. Yeah, Chip Kelly's got all young people. <laughs> we got him. Yeah, yeah, anti-Chip. Yeah. So Marco Murray not young. In the game, uh, okay. <laughs> well, uh, on the field he is because prior to last season, that was the first season he finished the season. <laughs> you're not You're not finishing right now. He's <laughs> out there. I've seen him run around. He's perfect, but he's not accounted for. Yeah. <laughs> I said on the he field like, he, he is. The is that kid that, you know, every you, you remember when we were like in grammar school and you always had that kid that has to pee? And he would be in class, but he always had to pee during the tennis and everybody else used to be like, No, he here, he's just in the bathroom. That was DeMarco. Wow. He's here. 
but and that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I would compare that 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 analogy to a scene. Um, I, I know most of you all might not be old enough to remember this movie. There was a movie called One Crazy Summer that everybody had to go to summer school, and oh, no, that was that just summer movie. school. Remember that was summer school. Everybody had to go to summer school, and one tall black kid said, "I need to go to the bathroom." They gave him the pass. And he didn't hey, come back until the time. <laughs> he didn't come. Like, the bathroom really? all summer. <laughs> he turned in the past. Well, Mr. Murray, I'm not upset with you. I will go to the bathroom for the rest of the season with the way y'all play it. I was just, just give you a hard pass. This is awful. You take a couple of magazines. It's terrible. It's not your fault. It's terrible with you. <laughs> Yeah, Wi-Fi, yeah. sit back you know, there and like Snapchat and something. Yeah, it's not yeah, so you put in DeMarco Murray on the bus with J. Cutler? <laughs> I am. You know? And I don't it's want just not Cowboys fans. I don't want any Cowboys fans to say anything. You you know what, Cowboys fans? You will not be allowed to crack any, any whatsoever, and I mean this wholeheartedly. You cannot crack any DeMarco Murray jokes. In fact... You Cowboys fans for the next two minutes have to sit and listen to this. No, because even the critics don't know what's going on with your season. So (laughs) (laughs) they have to give us critics. They don't get to listen to (laughs) critics. Nothing. nothing. Boy, they down there giving him a serious gas face. Like, what is going on? And I will give up a couple of this. Gonna, and, and I'm going to have my Cowboys fan friends, like, they're going to be mad at me. I've got to give the Giants props. I personally think the Giants should have won that game. I was a little um, upset on the touchdown uh, situation. Because situation. I think this had to have been against anybody else if they gave it to them. But that's just me. I, I think it had been against any other team. The Giants would have had a touchdown, an extra touchdown in the book. That's just me. That's just how I feel. That's just you. That's how you feel. That's how I feel. I, I thought feel. it was. I looked at it a couple of angles and I was like, mm. "Okay." But you don't think it's Darren McFadden is finally playing on? He's staying on the field. You notice that Darren McFadden staying on the field this year, though. He yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, he survived so far. <laughs> I, he survived. Darren McFadden is supposed to be the DeMarco Murray replacement. Hmm. But has it worked for them? Has it helped anything? It has. So, mm-hmm. Where's the cricket sound you need it? Oh. oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> so we do have my favorite team in the NFC North. We used to play these crickets again. And they have Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback. Uh, you mean they got Ray Charles at quarterback? Ooh. Or is that Stevie Wonder at No, you can't you can't even put them in the same category. Oh, we can't we we not Ray even Charles. Yeah, no. we can't see you wonder. Like that. No. No. Um, no. Okay. But the Vikings are in a muscle situation. Ray Charles might find team, somebody quicker than Teddy Bridgewater. Well, 
There are a lot of things Wait. going on. Um, <laughs> Vikings and don't look good right now against when some teams man coverage. They 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 do a great job against zone. Sometimes right. man coverage will, is a little will, hard for yeah. for Teddy um, because when he calls the play when they come out of the huddle and it doesn't play out that Zone's way. Like, no, no, they're not doing it right. Right, he that right. Kid he, he gets a little, him, like, you're not doing it right. Stop <laughs> playing like stuck. I told but you last, to play. Last week was not a good example at all of what the Vikings have built when they had they went on the five-game winning streak. Um, the Vikings are one of the teams with the lowest amount of penalties in a game, and they matched that in the first half of the game. They they were just really amped when they came out to play the Packers. I think that it, it was it was sugar and monster and adrenaline and ah, it was just out there like all over the place, and they weren't playing smart football. They were playing football, but to have a game where you're losing because you're constantly getting most of the penalties called, and they were bad penalties. You, you, we were getting offsides and 15-yard and penalties, and I don't know how many times they were holding. And it, it, it was just, it was like they just, it was almost like what I saw when the Vikings opened the season against the 49ers, and they were all confused and, and dazed. So, you know, I would like for them to rent Jay Cutler's bus and sing Kumbaya and get out to him, whatever else happened on this Jay bus Cutler for the next game. Jay Cutler going to have a bus company game. before the time our show is over with. Man, you Jay know, Cutler going on the bus. He got on the bus. He's a luxury bus liner. I'm telling you, something. Jay Cutler line of I buses. I want that bus. We're going to reference the Jay Cutler bus for the rest of the season. I watched. Yes, it, it, I want to know Cutler that this increases my life productivity. But um, yeah, the Vikings have a chance to go up against the Falcons today, and, and it's really a must win. The Vikings are sitting at the number one spot, 7-3, in the Sea North Division. Definitely have won more divisional matchups than any other team at 3-1. and one. But these next few games beyond today, and we can't take today for granted just because it's the Falcons, because every time a team does that, they lose. Got to go out and play hard-nosed football today. The Falcons are just on a downward spiral. It's the Vikings. Well, one yeah, of the reasons yeah, football. I wouldn't normally yeah. call it a must-win, but the reason I would definitely call this a must-win is because of who they're playing. If they don't win against the Falcons, some of the people that had finally joined the the Vikings bandwagon of believing they're a serious team, they will lose the respect of they're not serious. So they need to win and prove that they're a serious team because when you're, quote, unquote, a serious team, it's not the games that you lose to the good teams that prove how you're not serious. It's the games you're supposed to win. So this is a game they're supposed to win. If they don't win this game, that will make people question, are they ready to be the first-place team? So they need well, to not win only, this game to prove. Not only that, but they need it because of what their season looks like after this game. They need this to help stay in the number one, number two column as far as wins and, and the SOV percentage and things of that nature because they only have um, but two more divisional matchups to come their way, and that's the Bears and that's, yeah. and that's the, um, the, the Packers. they got to play the Packers again. But you, they, they meet Seattle. They meet Arizona. And while Seattle's been very mediocre, 
and their DBs have they, just exploded they, they have, spontaneously combusted. Yeah, Seattle has right. Seattle has be an easy game. Right. It's, it's, they can't you know, take they Seattle a, for granted. And the reason means because it's not their score. Their record is not indicative of how they play football. They're just having a really bad, tough time this year, and that's what you can really attest to it. Because they damn defense, their games are close. It's like the same thing with the Bears. The games they have lost haven't been, you know, they not, the only game they had, they lost um, to San Diego when they had to shut out. That was, but that see, was the only shutout. Here's, here's the difference with the Bears and the Lions. With the exception of Denver, the Vikings have lost those games more so than the other team has won. And I don't know if that makes sense to people, but in breaking that down, <clears throat> what I'm trying to say is, like last week, the Vikings came out and just went penalty crazy, and they were really big penalties. You're giving another team another chance, two or three more chances at the first down. You're 15-yard penalties on yourself, so you've just gone all the way back down there in the end zone just to try to march down the field. They were hurting themselves. They hurt themselves in the season opener. They hurt themselves against the Packers. They just flat out lost to Denver. I mean, Denver came and Denver, Denver, the Broncos played ball, and the Vikings yeah, weren't ready. They weren't what? ready. So that wasn't so much a wake-up call. That helped the Vikings adjust their game. But as far as the season opener and the Packers, the Vikings lost those games. You can't play Arizona like that. You can't play Seattle like that. You have to play smart football. I don't care if the Vikings win by one point. A W is a W at this point. But they are hurting themselves, and they're losing their own battle. And it's a little hard. Because I'm looking at this schedule for the Vikings. From, uh, yeah, I've seen it already. After, after this, they got Seattle. They got Arizona. After today is the Giants. Right. Right. Yeah, they got. That's what we're saying. That's why I said this is a must win. They have to win this yeah, game. They don't have and a fun schedule, you know. They got some people. No, they their, schedule their, their schedule is definitely backloaded for real. Yeah. And that's what that's that's why they had to go in early and win all of their games early. And now these today is, is a must win. Honestly, the Packers were a must win, um, but they didn't. But they still have won more divisional games than anyone else in that division. So their percentage is higher. Um. Uh, you know, don't kill me, Mike. They need to beat the Bears. They need to beat the Packers the second go round. They, they have to because, and I'm praying that they beat no, Seattle. I'm, that I'm just saying, they have Seattle, then Arizona. Arizona. Then they should have what? Within their the last Bears. three games, two of two with two of their last three games are divisional games. I don't care even if the team, even if Detroit was. Owen, Owen, fifteen coming into that, and their last game was against Detroit. A divisional game is a divisional game, regardless. Right, so, and they've got to win. That's what I just said. They have to beat the Packers. They have to beat the Bears. Mm, mm, mm. So yeah, they, they have a Packers. You know, it's, it's, it's a, and and so now this is why everyone's doing. There was research earlier. Um, another a Vikings blog that I read. It was a very, very good article. It was pretty long where there was a blogger. He went ahead and I can't remember. Oh my gosh. I don't know if it was Viking territory. I think it was, but, and I'm sorry if I'm incorrect. He thought it would be simple to take a stopwatch and just see is, is Teddy Bridgewater holding this ball too long. Then he had to go deeper than that. Cause when you start playing with numbers, you know, you really have to do the research and you, 
he is what he is it. But what the problem is is Teddy can't execute when the play changes after the ball is snapped. When the defense, because the defense also has to make adjustments too, and when they're being told, okay, you guys are playing zone and they're burning you, we're gonna go man on this play. And the ball is snapped, and Teddy is set up for them to play zone, and they're playing man, and everyone is covered. Teddy has to then go into, let me think about what to do. He doesn't have that. We've seen it with Peyton Manning. We've seen it with Brett Favre. We see it with. with he doesn't um, have that reaction skill. Right. That, let me run out the speed. pocket and try to at least yeah, get this thinking. first down. He's still thinking. He's still basically playing college football where they send the play in and there's not much right, to change. Right. 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 And, and, right. Then, and then his other fallback is. Let me just give it to Adrian. Okay, this is, you know, Adrian is not new to this game. Teams love wanting to shut Adrian down. Adrian is a hard beast to shut down. So when a team can do it, that's glory for them. So you've got to know not every game Adrian is going to be open, and it's amazing that he hasn't been, and he still has racked up the yards that he has, and he's still pulling out touchdowns. But that can't always be Teddy. We've got to ignore we got to do something because Teddy is a – a way above average quarterback. I, you know, we make a few, we've made a few jokes about whether or not Teddy can see. I just personally think it's Teddy's confidence in himself as a player. Teddy has the potential to be a great quarterback, and I don't know if he needs to go sit down with Warren Moon and a couple other people. Teddy has the potential to be a great quarterback. You can tell that when he gets that ball and he gets ready to throw it, he's like, oh, crap, my receivers aren't open. Um, um... Um, and then you look at Aaron Rodgers like nobody open, cool. Up, oh, it's a hole. I'm gonna Let's play running back. Right, right. He's like, I'm right. running back for this play. And Aaron Rodgers will go. Aaron Rodgers is there a quarterback right now that has more first downs than Aaron Rodgers this season? I'm really gonna have to look it up because Aaron will just be like, you know what? All right, okay. Well, shoot, he did a lot of running on Sunday. On Thursday, I mean. Yeah, on, on uh, he did, but that's not the first time. Aaron will be – Teddy will run the ball in for a touchdown. When you're at the goal line, you should be able to. You, your own right, line should make a hole for you to do that. But when field, you are – yeah, yeah when doing. you're 65 yards back and you've got that running room, Teddy, run. Get out the pocket. The other team has to do their job, too. Uh, fortunately for them – Falcons do not have great defense. The greatest thing they have right now is Matt Ryan. Yeah. That's, that's the best thing that they have What, what right happened now. to the great running back they had at the beginning of the season? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right. So there you have it. And even if they did have that great running back running all over everyone, the Vikings does ha- do have a really great defense. I hate that um, is Harrison's out today, but the Vikings defense stops a lot of people when they really want to. Last week wasn't the week they wanted to. Both sides of the yeah. ball last week just looked bad. <clears throat> they just, it just looked bad. And that was on the Vikings. And so you have a smart team like the Packers, and if the Packers see the Vikings imploding, they, they've got a ton of veterans on the team. They're like, we just going to go play by ourselves until y'all figure it out. You say, I haven't figured it out. We just going to keep running touchdowns in. We'll be down here. And that's just kind of how they, they played them because the Vikings defeated themselves. So for the rest of the season, they can't do that. They have to change their mindset, their chemistry. They've got to go hard 
knows football. They've had a great coach. Coach Zimmer is awesome. He he Norv is making the adjustments. The defense is strong. Couple missed tackles from the secondary. They normally clean it up. Xavier Rose is playing just amazing football. And that secondary, the safety, something the Vikings have lacked since Antoine Winfield gave us two fingers and was like, it's been real, and we missed him dearly. Now the safety, Captain Munderland, everyone, they're, they're stepping up. Like, okay, you got to earn your way into this end zone. So we were watching the defense come together. The, the O-line, we got a strong O-line. I miss Phil Loho. He's definitely out for the season. Great. But they're working it out. The, 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 they're working it out. They try to give Teddy as much time and as much protection as they can give him. They can't protect him all the time. If Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady eat turf, you definitely know the Teddy Bridgewater is. So the Vikings today have to come out and be mentally in this game. They've got to do it for the rest of the season. They can no longer defeat themselves and expect a win. And Adrian is an amazing player. He's a Hall of Fame back, one of the best backs to ever touch the ball. But you can't always rely on him. You've got you've got a two great tight ends. Red Ellison is really <clears throat> coming out to be great. And yes, in the game last week we were a little catty when it came to Kyle Rudolph because my man was in the end zone and Teddy threw a pass to him. Nobody covered him and he just dropped it. <laughs> What's how every Viking fan felt right there? Like you just, you you just gonna do that, and then you just gonna walk off the field like, oh, you know, that's how you feel, huh? <laughs> like just dropped it. it. Was just like, oh, oh well, you know, what's the next play? The next play, no, we done. Like what the? How who yeah. be eating your Cheerios this morning? Like what's wrong? So the Vikings have a tough schedule. I think their easiest game, and I'm, I'm I'm not joking. Besides today, I think their easiest game is going to be against the Bears. I would say their easiest game is the Giants. I will not say that. Yeah, I wouldn't say that either. Giants. I will not say that. By no means. Giants last week. Giants. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me finish. You all are assuming that I'm saying the Giants game is going to be an easy game. I didn't say they're going to be an easy game. Of the games left, all easy games at all. I'm saying of the games they have left, I'm just saying that might be the easiest. Oh, I don't think the Giants are going to be an easy out at all. I think the easy. I need to declare it. For me, I think it'll be the Bears. I honestly think it'll be the Bears this go round. I think the Bears Arizona is playing good football because they feel like they have a point to make, and it's crazy because nobody's even listening to their point. They're like, oh, yeah, you yeah, <laughs> What were you doing? It's like uh, everyone wanted Arizona this glory two seasons ago, and they're like, yeah, okay, you're doing good. Oh, well, Arizona seems like they have the attitude of we're the underdogs, but no one is taking Arizona lightly. So they're trying to scream like no one's taking us seriously, but everyone is taking them seriously. So everyone's taking when they them scream, right, so. you're right. When they scream, we're serious. Like, we know you're serious. We know that, right. What's next? <laughs> like, we, we I, you know. Hey. Maybe their interpretation of what serious means totally different. Now, 
Like, are we as clean as Frank? We know we're you know what? serious, they just, but we can tell. They're trying to prove when Seattle came through, when they beat Seattle, and everybody was like, hopefully Arizona, and the Arizona let everybody down. And everybody was like, all right, well, yeah. Okay. All righty then. This was your year. And that's how they've been, honestly, I feel like that's how they've been treated. Like, well, yeah, your season was two seasons ago. I don't know what you want to prove this year. But, you know, yeah, you guys are doing good. And you should be with that roster. You should be doing great. It's yeah, like, I'm telling like, you. Th- it's like, like, like the Patriots saying, look at us. We're going to be good this season. Everybody's like, well, yeah, no donkey duty. You should be <laughs> good. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's like like Arizona wants to be the underdogs, and everyone's like, no, you're doing good. But look at us. Right. Right. (laughs) You're doing good. You know, it's almost like the kid who's like, you know, does well and does well all the time, and and they expect to still be like, well, we we see you You do this all the time, so like, what's kind of like the big deal, which you you always do well. We see what you're doing, what you do. If they, I mean, if they couldn't kill with the roster they have, it would be totally different. You know, if they were two and eight instead of eight and two, then we'd be talking about something. But they're like eight and two, and they smashing people. It's like, uh, okay. You know, to cry out, who knows? Maybe, um, who knows? <laughs> well, this is what we're going to do before we talk some amazing college ghost sooners. And definitely my nose. No, they should stand up. But there are some games coming up. Today, of course, we do have the Vikings who are in Atlanta to battle the Falcons. It's a must win. It's a need win. It's a way for them to redeem themselves against whatever that was that they did with the Packers, which gave them a loss. So I'm rolling with the Vikings today because the Falcons are sort of imploding. And if the Vikings come out and they are focused and they reduce the amount of penalties that we saw last week, which the Vikings have been good at doing, they can actually take this game with a W. So who are you guys picking? Because, of course, I'm rolling with my Vikings. Um, well, you know, with the with the race heating up the way it is, especially in the conference, you know, I, I'm kind of – I really don't know who, who I want to pull for this, to be honest with you. Not who I'm like pulling you. for and who I who I think are going to win are two different things. Right. I don't you know, think the Falcons I mean, are going to win. Y'all think the Falcons are going to win? No, I'm pulling for the Falcons are going to win. I'm pulling for the Falcons. I think the Vikings are going to win. Where's my slap button on here? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shoot it. Uh, I'm selfishly, <laughs> I'm selfishly to lose. So that's what I want to happen. I don't think that's yeah. going to happen. And and that's kind of like where I was. Like, you know, I'm from from a fan standpoint and from, you know, like, all right, well, I'd rather the, I'd rather the Vikings lose than win for obvious reasons. You know, that's just how it is. Um, but if I had to look at, you know, just the game for the game itself, I would see the Vikings would have pulled it out. You know, but like you said, if they show up and they do what they need to do, and maybe Teddy's improved this weekend, not holding on to the ball, or you know, is a little bit more confident and takes a little bit is more risky, I would say. You know, yeah, take it back off off of what you say. Yes, you know, I play a little bit. You know, he needs to have that that you know that 
that schoolyard mentality. You know, you just out there playing, having fun, and not make it so such a big thing in his head. And, yeah. You know, like you know, make it be a serious every five. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! You know, cause it can't be like that. You know, so hopefully, you know, he took the bus. <laughs> nah, he you didn't know, take the How many times we gonna reference this bus? Jay hey, Cutler man. got a multi-million dollar opportunity hey, in his back if pocket. He wear, if he wins next so. week, he wins next week, right? Let's say he wins next week. And I'm going to definitely reference the bus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm just telling you. I'm going to definitely reference the bus he wins next You're telling week. me now the bus is getting referenced. I'm telling you now the bus will be referenced. Move over to Rome. That is the Cutler bus. We yes. might have to find, like, a theme song for the bus. Yes, you know, we're going to find a theme song for the bus. You know, I'm just telling you, you know, we can't call him the train, but, you know, shoot, he was on the bus and did something for him. He didn't take the bus in for the home games. Like, you ain't got to ride with us, man. Here's your bus. You need to get now, on your bus. Is, is he on the coach bus or is he on the short yellow bus? I told you so. He was definitely not on the short yellow bus. <laughs> no, he was definitely, he definitely, definitely was not. Man. They put him on a nice little look. It was a five hour was it a five hour drive up to Green Bay or something like that? Five and a half. I don't know, more like six or seven. All right, so, <laughs> no, it's not six, six or seven. seven. I mean I lived in Minnesota, right. so it was a drive back and forth to right, so, Green Bay. So, 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 um, so whatever it is, they're not gonna put him on a coast bus. Like you know, like we said, they're not gonna put him on the mega bus. He was on a very. He probably had satellite TV. They ran in, man. Was, they probably, they probably like had Will Smith. He might have had an Xbox, Xbox or something sitting there. You know, he just laying there. He had there aroma therapy. He was, he had know, orgasm. He had some chai tea. You are with the very then the charter planes they get. I'm telling you, man. It was something that happened. Yeah, man, I want to, man. Can I, can Look, I borrow that those bus? Those charges, the charter planes, most of the time, from the college level, I know the charter planes sometimes can be great, and sometimes it's just like, man, why are we on this plane? We could have took the bus. You know, this would have been more comfortable. Because they're, 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 they're the two-seater planes. They're not like the big, you know, 757 planes. They ain't not like it. It's not like that. You know, it's two, it's two, it's two rows. You know, two seats per. You know, go on each side, and everybody crammed on. Yeah, they were fifty and seventy-five seats. Yeah, no, they give, they give, they give them the whip. I mean, but you know, they give them the good seven forty-seven sizes that's all decked out on on the NFL level. Well, you know, yeah, well, well see that that level is right. Yeah. Whatever. You know, it should. Be. <laughs> yeah, man. See where. You know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna resign. I won't do the next game. He wins two in the world. The next two games. We know it was the bus. We know it was the bus. We know it was. We know he on the bus again. So, Michael, are you going with the Vikings or the Falcons today? I'm gonna go with the Vikings today. All right. So we have more games coming up this coming Thursday. Another big divisional matchup. It is the overzealous Lions against the. Injured Green Bay Packers. So who are you the guys taking? No. Underachieving Packers. Yes, they Ooh. are sadly underachieving this year. I, uh, let me see. Well, they're not really. So, I, so are you guys? So it's not like totally bad for them. But if they don't put a plug in, what's going on with them now, man? It's gonna be horrible. 
So is, is this a, is this so wait so who gets the win? You know what? Uh, uh, the Lions to win, but honestly, that's a pick'em game for me. I have no idea. You know, I, I mean, mm, I want the Lions to win. I do. I want, I the, want Lions the Lions to win. to win, but I don't know. I want the Lions to win, but all three of us hate the Packers, so. Wanting the Lions to win, <laughs> but you know I roll with the Packers when it's a, when it's a smart thing. And considering all three teams minus the the Vikings have a nice little bit of time off. I mean they all played on Turkey Day, so they've been off since Friday morning. Well, the yeah, Packers yeah. they've been at work, but as far as like they they're not playing the day, so they don't you know suit up again until next Sunday. So. Is this enough time for the, the Packers, Packers get a regular to heal? And well, I, think I wouldn't enough, cut. I don't know if it's enough time mm-hmm. for the wounds to heal. I think it's enough time for Detroit to, you know, look at everything they did well in the game against uh, Philly and take their uh, lessons and apply it to how they can beat Green Bay. Uh, before look at, before we go there, they before we go there, I want to interrupt. There's breaking news because uh, we're about to switch to college games. Uh, University of Georgia coach Mark Reich just got fired. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. University of Georgia is t- is tired of all of these other coaches and other teams around them winning, and they're not. Nope, they are not doing well. Uh... Sadly, but true. I mean, you know, that's the nature of the game. You know, unfortunately, that at that, you know, at any level, at both levels, really. You know, if you're not doing as well as you should, and it's what you've been hired to do, changes have to be made. And, and most times, they start with the head coach. You know, I've been in that situation, so I know how that is. I started with one coach. I had one coach for two years, and the next thing you know, he's out, and the next coach comes in, and I don't. Me and next coach had our differences, and I left. I had a great time, though. I would never feel I wouldn't trade college football or <laughs> my college experience for anything, man. I had a ball. But, see, you went to school in Vegas. It but was kind of hard it, for you not to have a great time. Well, this is what you had. It's not really hard not to, no. It, it, and it requires it, – it depends on the person you are. You know, like I had two teammates, man, who would go in, you know, after they became old enough, they would go and, and lose their stipend check at the doggone casino. I wasn't doing that because my stipend check wasn't that much. It was like $32 a month. What am I going to do with that? And, then, and the only reason it was $32 a month because we were still on probation from, you know, from what, what went on with the team before us. Because I came in right after all of that, right after um, Larry Johnson and all them cats. All that stuff went down after, after they won the championship and we went, and they were, we won the sanctions. It was still was when I, went, I was still in school then. So I didn't go to hang out at casinos or anything like that. I might have went to, like, the 99-cent breakfast at the Maxim when it was still standing, you know, and, and, <laughs> and stuff like that. <laughs> You know, but as far as the whole gambling thing, if when you live in Vegas, you can ask anyone who's lived there for any time. That stuff all wears off. It's just part of the city. You don't really get into it. It doesn't really bother you. It's like, oh, it's Vegas. Because you have all the outer lines, things like North Vegas, Henderson, you know, Summerlin, and all the other communities. So people are still living there day by day, but they ain't stuck on. You know, I, I'm not stuff. saying you did it on a daily basis. I'm saying just like when you go to other certain cities, 
it's not that you're going to do it every day. You have the option to do it. If you oh, yeah, choose to go man. to, right. Definitely, the options were. I mean, the, I, it was options to do anything, but you know, at the same time, you know, I haven't been back in years. And one like, if drove, I was in, if I was in Vegas right now, if I was living in Vegas right now, I could get on my bike right now. I live in Chicago. My bike is in the garage. Well, uh, well, let me see. I don't even know if Vegas weather is today. Let's see if that's if that statement holds true, ladies and gentlemen. Las Vegas. <laughs> so you're trying to? I could. I, on my bike in Vegas today. I to well, I, okay, day. well, but hey, because I know we still have college to do. Um, so you guys are picking Packers or are you picking <clears throat> the Lions for this? I time? said, I said, mine was a pick 'em. I, I couldn't pick this game. I want the Packers to lose, but I couldn't pick this game based on the fact that Detroit has jumped up a few levels to where I can't tell who's going to play on Thursday. Okay. Yeah. Next up, it is a hard... next the yeah. next game, which hits next Sunday, and of course we'll go into more detail. But we'll start the conversation. Forty um, Nine ers at Soldier Field. Forty Nine ers battle the Bears. I'm taking the Bears. I'm taking the Bears on this one. I'm hoping that they can they can go ahead and ride this one. It's not even a hope for me. I'm picking the Bears. <laughs> Yeah, I have never, I have never been threatened by Blaine Gabbert. Right. And <laughs> oh, that's right. He's got. I forgot. He's on the bench right now. Huh? He's singing a Dale song. He is on the bench. Like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. Like they, it's all baby. It's, it's pretty bad. Uh, all right, so we will definitely talk more about that. So, <clears throat> as I clear my throat for this wonderful introduction, up let me next. clear my throat. Up next, okay. we are embarking on some of the most exciting football you could ever watch, and it all starts in college. Yes, if you're not a fan. Of NCAA football, then. Oh, well, we're not a fan of NCAA out, football. Like, you're missing out on a lot of you aren't because I'm just I'm just gonna start right with. I'm just gonna start with. Um, it's shocking, but when you give the ball to Ezekiel uh, Elliott, uh, he scores, and the Ohio State Buckeyes win. And do a great job at it, as they've done all year. 30, 30, 30 carries, and they win the game. Um, 11 carries, not so much. <laughs> you think? I mean, there's a certain bit of a bit, you know, adding there, motivation, and just common sense that, you know, you put, you put your hand, put the ball in the hand of your best player. And when you do that and you trust him with it, you know, it allows your team to be successful, and that's what Ohio State would able to do against Michigan. And, I, and Michigan, nothing's taken away from them at all. They even have been having a great season. You know, they yeah, still but they not got there. destroyed. <laughs> Ohio State came to play. They, yeah, um, they the worst thing, the worst thing, it was bad. <laughs> the worst thing that happened to to Michigan was Ohio State losing to Michigan State last week. 
You know Ohio State came out like they had something to prove. Had, had Michigan State won, Michigan would have had. Had Michigan State lost last week, Michigan would have had a better chance this week. Yeah, they, unfortunately, Michigan was the revenge game. You know, for that, and I think that if you come down to um, looking at just they weren't able to produce. I mean, he had 214 yards, dude, two touchdowns. You know, uh, Jake Reddick, Michigan passed for 19. He was 19-32 with 263 yards. You know, but at the same time, this they just – it was just so much – they came to play and that was it. So, J.C. Berry and Ezekiel Elliott ran for five touchdowns. That's Combined. Nice. That's, that's nice. nice. That's that's very nice. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And in other news, um, Stanford has knocked Notre Dame out of the playoff race, unfortunately, <laughs> with a two-point <laughs> upset win over Notre Dame, thirty-eight thirty-six. Yay! You're so funny. What do you have against? I guess I tell you how I really feel. <laughs> yeah, you really do. What do you have against Notre Dame? I'm from Chicago, and I'm about sick of people trying to tell me that Notre Dame is one of the teams we're supposed to like. I'm not Catholic. I'm not of <laughs> fair skin. So I don't like Notre Dame. Oh, you're funny. You said I'm not Catholic. <laughs> so, no one's going to tell me I'm supposed to like Notre Dame. They're Just because they're just on the other side of the border in northern Indiana... Out Indiana, I don't like Notre Dame. No. Yeah, I got you. It's all, you know. I get it, but you know, I grew up a Notre Dame fan. I'm more or less, I grew up a Rocket Ishmael fan. To be totally honest with you. And I see, I, I can be a fan of individual players that play for Notre Dame. Heck, I could be a fan of Mike Golick. Yes. Yeah, I am good. not a fan of Notre Dame. Uh, I have never been a fan of Notre Dame. I do not like Notre Dame. I was cracking up laughing when uh, Alabama destroyed Notre Dame in the uh, BCS championship game a few years ago. Notre Dame, I do not like you. (laughs) So, Mike, tell us how you really feel about Notre Dame. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Notre Dame's out of it. And Dame being I out of it. <laughs> With Notre Dame being out okay. of it, it's definitely. Oh. Okay, that got really loud. Rather loud. <laughs> Just a tad bit. <laughs> I think that was the way to tell Mike to be quiet. Who, you or me? Mike, <laughs> me. <laughs> but no, um, we got to talk about the game that Cass loved, o- OU versus Oklahoma okay. State. Oh, they destroyed them 58 to 23. It wasn't even close. It was like coming <laughs> in Baker Mayfield is trying to win the Heisman Trophy. As he should. As he should. 
When you look at the race, man, it's like Clemson, Alabama, Oklahoma, and Iowa right now. That was the top four. That's the ranking. And Iowa has squeaked their way into that position because they're still 11 to no. And Clemson is 11 to no. And Alabama and Oklahoma are both 10 and 1. Michigan State's right there on the bubble, so. Well, the Michigan State Iowa one will. No, no one's really arguing about that one because the winner of the of the Big Ten championship game will be in that spot. Oh yeah, definitely. And that's the one thing about the Big Ten going to have you know to have a team in the in the playoffs is big is huge for the Big Ten. You know, because typically you know we don't really well. No, I can't say that because Ohio State typically is. I mean, although. Although I'm a fan of Ohio State and would love for Ohio State to be representing the Big Ten, it arguably could mean more for a different team to be in that spot and raise the profile of saying we're not just a one-pony show. And show the world that that we have more than just Ohio State and the Big Ten. Yeah, I agree with you totally on that. If certain well, I mean, dominoes fall, if certain dominoes were to fall, uh, it's a possibility that two Big Ten teams can end up in the playoffs. You're right. It would take a whole lot to happen, but certain dominoes could fall and Ohio in the conversation. Yeah, just that, and they're not really that far out of the conversation. You know, even with them being. Ranked in eighth place right now. It's a it's a it's a closer race than what most people think. You know, because imagine imagine if Stanford were to lose to USC and Alabama were to lose to Florida. Ooh, back in the conversation, out that far outside of uh, the possibility because USC is playing mm-hmm. good ball now. And Florida has not been a slouch all season. Not at all. They've yeah, only got one. Right. They've only gotten – they've got two losses and only one conference loss. That loss no, they yesterday – No, they only have one loss. They're 10-1. No, they, didn't they, they, lost to, they lost to Florida State yesterday. Oh, okay. Well, they're 10-2. They, the, but they only have one loss in the conference. Um, so – that's the only one that matters when it comes to uh, when it comes to why they're in the SEC championship. So, right. So it's going to be Florida against Alabama and Stanford against USC. Arguably, those could be upsets. Definitely. Didn't I just play? That could, USC? That was UCLA and USC play yesterday. U- UCLA and UC- USC played yesterday. Yeah, I was worried. So Stanford, Stanford's going to play USC in the uh, Pac-10, cha- I mean Pac-12 championship game. Mm, now that I still call them Pac-10. I'm sorry. Showing my age. <laughs> That's going to be an interesting matchup, definitely. And you know, I look at look at it from as we get closer to game time here, people, uh, with Minnesota today and Atlanta. Um, we have been just talking and talking and having said where you can reach us at. Mike, why don't you tell let them know where they can find us? You can always find us on blogtalkradio.com slash radio. The easiest way to do it if you're on a phone or 
a tablet is to use the TuneIn Radio app and just put in Football Fan Rush Radio and do a search, and you'll see our lovely red, white, and blue logo with the football going right on through. Uh, that's where you can catch us there. You can always use the the app, RSS Radio app, or the Apple Podcast app, but probably the two easiest ways to find us is on Blog Talk radio.com slash football fan rush radio or the tune in radio app. But for those of us that are tech savvy, other ways are always out there. Indeed, indeed. Oh, it's been a great day, people. I'm excited. A little tired after celebrating our uh, friend uh, Rory Lee's birthday yesterday at Sportsman Live. That is where you can catch us when we are on location for the show. In, uh, in Dixmore, I'm sorry. Um, yesterday was his birthday party, and we went out and kind of celebrated and kicked it with, you know, not hungry or anything, just tired because I had to work yesterday. But to be here on the radio live with you all, getting ready for this fabulous football Sunday is always a pleasure for me. Definitely, definitely, definitely. And I think that winds up our conversation on our college football standings. Um, it's going to get interesting as we go you know, get down further to the wire, the you know, every all the accolades with the Heisman race and, you know, all the awards they give at the end of the season for these kids that play their hearts out during the season. Um, I'm really looking forward to see who's gonna wind up being the champion. Um, you know, it's been a while since Princeton has been in the hunt. Um, and they're having a great season this year as well. Uh, they actually beat South Carolina yesterday thirty seven to thirty two and they remain to be uh, one of the teams to beat, um, you know, just in the in the game period. So it's going to be interesting. I'm looking forward to it. Definitely, definitely an exciting time of the year. It's getting close to the holiday it season. Is. As always, the holiday season. The bowl you know, games are coming. The, holidays, the bowl games the bowl, are Exactly. Coming. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, so it's like, you know, you get a lot of football. You get gifts. You get food. You get good company, friends. It's, it's a great time to put, you know, to – and that's, that's one thing I've always loved about football is the time of season that it starts to wind up. It, it starts to end around, you know, the season when people are feeling better about some things that are going on um, around them. And just real quick, if y'all don't mind, and, uh, if we touch on the whole, uh, you know, things going on here in Chicago real quick, I don't want to dwell on people who just want to wind up with it. You know, as far as the protesting situation, and Cash, you would not talk to Facebook about this about how um, there's so many negative comments about yeah, being what's, here what's, and about, you know, on? about the protests. And I think what a lot of people don't understand is that just because you can't, don't see it doesn't mean it's not going on. Like the song says, the revolution will not be televised. They're not going to show you all the truth. They're not going to show you that we've been protesting, that there are protests going on for a nine-year-old who was, you know, gunned down and murdered well, a few weeks the, ago. The protests um, um, are, are mixed message protests. Um, there are a lot of exactly. issues, and it's not just it's not just an African-American situation in Chicago. There are a lot of things politically with our public school system, unfortunately with our crime and murder rate, um, and even if you want to put black-on-black crime in there. And we are honestly failing our youth. And on so many levels, and so we're trying to band together on nationalities, races, and creeds to, you know, we're, we're spending money 
and we, we trusted certain people in office, and it's just not panning out to what we want. So everyone's sort of coming alive to say, hey, if you can't make the changes, then we as a people, since this is a reflection of us, we will do it ourselves. And, and we will find um, people who we feel can do a better job in office and, you know, for those supporting certain political interests. It, it, it's, a, it's very deep. It's beyond <clears throat> a lot of the things that the media sees. So Chicago right now, we're, we're just we're going through a lot on so many levels from oh, yeah. political on down. And unfortunately, this most recent incident was just the straw that broke the camel's back. We're doing everything you know, to stay nonviolent in a city that's unfortunately got a, a huge reputation for violence within the last few years. So we just want um, voices to be heard, and we want changes for the better to be made. We know things won't be perfect, and it will take time, but at least now it's more of a recognition of we just don't want our toes to be stepped on. We're trusting you guys as political leaders. We're trusting you with our school system and our children. And we also have to get back out and save our youth as well. So there's a lot going on, and we're doing our best to stay nonviolent while getting our point across. So oh, we yeah. shut it's, down one of the biggest shopping streets the biggest in the world. Shopping that, and it wasn't that. <laughs> yeah, we was, I, I think a lot of people think that, you know, I, you know, I worked downtown, so I was at work on Friday. And it was a, it was a ghost town, it, and it had a lot to do with not so much the protest, the protest did play a part about part in it, but what I what I don't think people understand is that nobody was out shopping. It wasn't no. just all black people not out shopping. There was nobody there was, out shopping. Yeah. It was a ghost town. Period. People of all walks of life, all colors, made a constant mm-hmm. decision to not shop. To not shop. You know, because so everyone wants I, to be everyone wants to be heard. Like you know, I myself personally, I'm a big advocate for Black Lives Matter, but at the same time, all lives matter. And when we put certain people in office, and when certain decisions are made and certain things happen, this doesn't just affect one aspect of a community; it affects the community and statewide as a whole. And it's, we're just looking for changes for the better. And that's so all. It is, if, if, that's, that's I think all this is this this is a is a really good start towards that, you know, you can protest are always great, you know, I think they have the purpose and they do fit, but when you start to affect the bottom line of what, you know, which is money for a lot of people, when you can, mm-hmm. then, then people are more apt, apt to listen to you, like, oh, they're they not going to shop for real, like, they're not buying nothing, we, ooh, you yeah. know, yeah, we don't so, have to, we don't have to put, we don't have to put you in the black, we can leave you in the red, it's all good, <laughs> You know, we could take, you know, and I got put up a post the other day on Facebook, you know, like, you know, you don't necessarily have to go buy gifts and stuff. Sit down and, share, and spend some time with your family and sit down and talk and find out and what's that's, going on. And that's what's and been missing. Have, and have open, that's quality you know, time, about, yeah. You know, have, yeah, have open dialogue with, you know, with your children about the violence and the stuff and what they need to do to protect themselves or what they should do in case something happens, you know, because it's, it doesn't just happen to you know, people in the city, it happens everywhere. You know, my brother was shot a couple of years ago, and he was around the corner from the house we grew up in. You know, and, and luckily, you know, thankfully a, he's alive, you know. Right, and I'm a family of police brutality where my brother isn't alive. So it, it, it's just... You know, so, we, you know, we are... And, 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 and I don't sit there, and, and we, we are not. Also, we do not bash. All, all officers are... Not, it's, it's just the person. Yeah, I know, you I, have a few people behind a badge, and, you know, just like right, you, have, you yeah. have a few people everywhere that can make things seem bad overall. 
But no, we definitely Thank don't you. even bash police departments. Not at all. We Not just all, want those situations know. handled a lot different. So yeah, with that, that being said, I know we have to wrap up because yes, the lovely lady is whispering in my ear from blog talk. She's like, yeah, cut it. So this has been another amazing week of football. We hope once again everyone had a great turkey day, had a great family time, enjoyed every football game, and now it's officially game day Sunday, and we are completely... Are you ready for some football? Go Vikings, and we are signing off. Have a great week. Is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.